You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. It's seven minutes after seven, and it's a Tuesday. You didn't hear the soundtrack, but you heard a song that introduced us because, yes, we're about to talk about something that is going to make history in Ghana, which is before Michael and Winston come on because they are here, and but they're not going to be on from the beginning. I have other people, other than the usual suspects, in the studio with me to talk about something that is very dear to every techie, every geek, every nerd, every person that is passionate about technology, every person who believes that the future of every nation, every country, every person or the world in general is hinged heavily on technology. That means that we're going to talk about something that's I'm sure a lot of people who haven't heard about, but they have heard, some have heard. If you haven't heard, this is where to hear it. And if you have heard, you'll be hearing a lot more about it. It's the Ghana ICT Hub. In support of the Digital Ghana Agenda and in line with MTN's strategic intent of leading digital solutions for Africa, 
the progress and the belief that everyone deserves the benefits of a modern, connected life, MTN Ghana has partnered with the Ministry of Communications and Digitalization to provide an ICT tech hub for Ghana. And a virtual sword-cutting ceremony for the construction of the Ghana ICT hub was done last week. Yeah, tech hub, so everything is virtual. And yeah, it was... Uh, I'm I'm very honoured to have with me the Chief Digital Officer of MTN, Mr. Dario Bianchi. Good evening. Hi. And then we have also in the studio with us, Mr. Theo Lai. He's the project manager. Theo Dugby, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Theo Dugby is the project manager of the Ghana ICT Hub. Hello. Hello. Yes. You can tell by my excitement yeah. that I'm very excited about this project <laughs> because, right. yes, ICT Every single time I'm out there and parents meet me and their kids are passionate about tech and they're asking, where can I take them? Where can we go to get, you know, to meet like-minded people who can train them or where a space where techies can hang out? It's either in a cafe or we look for schools, laboratory, and when there were libraries, maybe, yeah, library. But now it's all hanging out. Finding places for techies to hang out has always been you know, a struggle. But now there's a place for us. And I'm glad to talk to you about it. So let's start first with a virtual sword cutting. I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, wait, so they had like virtual scissors and a virtual ribbon <laughs> and it was cut. So I'm going to start with you, Mr. Theo. Yeah. How was it like? Yeah, I mean, um, good evening to uh, your listeners. Uh, it's a pleasure being here. I think we all know that the future is digital. <laughs> and so uh, we attempted to have a digital sword cutting. We called it virtual sword cutting. And so you would see that we would not have shovels uh, or, mm. you know, on site <laughs> and, and scissors is cutting. So what we did basically was to give our audience, you know, um, virtual reality right. of what the project, even though it's not yet completed, would look like. Mm -hmm. So we walked them through, you know, the project, uh, all the facilities that will be provided when it was completed. They had all the virtual reality, very exciting. Uh, that was the experience that some people had for the first time. Mm -hmm. And uh, the sword cutting itself, I mean, went out with the buzzer. And then, I mean, we declared it. I mean, that the sword has been cut. Great, great. Especially event. yeah. I like I like the virtual part. And I saw the, the video of how the place was going to look like. And I was so excited. I was like, can it be ready like tomorrow? So, <laughs> because it looked really, really futuristic. And a place that I would like to spend every single minute of my time at. Yeah. So, Mr. Dario. We know MTN is a company that is pursuing the digital agenda. And what does that mean to the ordinary Ghanaian? Like, that there's a digital agenda being pursued. What does that mean to us? So, we believe that everybody deserves the benefits of a modern, connected life. What mm -hmm. do we mean with that is everybody should be able to enjoy the internet, to be able to transact online, buy online, enjoy everything online, and learn online. Mm -hmm. By investing in the, in the ICT hub, we believe that we are going to help startups building solutions for every Ghanaian. That's exactly why I like the way you described it, a place where, a place where techies can, can hang out, because mm -hmm. that's exactly our vision. We want a place where startups can work together and they can become, they can become something bigger than just a, a small startup with two or three people. Great. So what led to the decision of MTN investing so much in constructing that ICT hub for Ghana? First of how much? <laughs> it's $25 million. $25 million. That's a lot. Yes. That's a lot. Yes. <laughs> so then why? What led so to it? So we, we 
thought about the Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. What is the Silicon Valley? How the Silicon Valley became what, what it is today? It's because somehow there was the conditions for different people from different backgrounds to come together and start hanging out together and coming up with ideas. Mm. So if I have an idea and maybe it's just half-baked, maybe you have another idea, it's half-baked, we come together and that idea become, that half-baked idea become a real idea and mm-hmm. then could become a company. That's the vision that we have. And the, the ICT, the Ghana ICT Hub is part of this strategy of MTN supporting the startups by, 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 by helping them with, uh, with these type of solutions. Right. So with that being said, if, let's say, we have two startups who've met in that space and they start this project, is there any other benefit they're going to get just besides them having a common space to work in? Everything, the the project and how it's going to work, we are still defining it. Mm. But of course, MTN will somehow play a role. And they will have, for sure, for example, preferential access to our platforms Mm -hmm. like Ioba, our super app, uh, Chinosis, our API marketplace, and we will be there for sure. Great. So we know MTN has an ambition that in 2025, we want to lead digital solutions for Africa's progress. Does this tie into that? Absolutely. This is exactly a key element of of that strategy. We believe we can be a a partner for the digitization of uh, of the country. And this is one of the key uh, milestones in this roadmap to make Ghana the most, the best digital country in West Africa. So, Mr. Theo, now that we've heard all this, what are the features of the Ghana ICT hub? Right. So, um, the structure... I mean, as you've seen in some platforms, mm-hmm. uh, when completed, we provide over 4,000 square meters of space. Uh, you would have co-working spaces in there. We have a tier three data center in there. We would have technology labs in there. Um, we have virtual office addresses. Mm-hmm. I love that idea of virtual office address. And, and this is how it's going to work. I mean, if one space can be used by 10 people, mm-hmm. but I mean, people will have days, you know, that they would allocate the seat to themselves. So even though they are working from their garages, they still tell yeah. you they have a virtual address at the Ghana right. ICT Hub. So you can meet them there. We have meeting places where they can organize you know, meetings with their clients and stakeholders. I mean, to give the business a better face mm-hmm. look, mm-hmm. as they call it. So you already meet them at home, but you can come and meet them the, the days that they, they are signed. So these are some of the facilities that uh, we'll be having there. As a matter of fact, when we complete the tech labs, we are looking at fitting it with next generation uh, equipment right so that we have we have high level ICT skills training artificial learning uh, artificial intelligence machine learning internet of things um, all these high skills that we we think would define the future right. of work is what will be provided uh, skills training in that facility when it's completed i like i like the virtual address because i remember some time ago i had to meet some clients and yeah, my office is in my car. <laughs> so, yeah, I know I know how it feels, and I'll definitely want to plug into that. Yeah. So, you, when it's completed, but when is it going to begin? Because when it be, we can project when it's going to be completed from when it begins. When is, going, when is it going to begin? Right, so so in June, you should see construction commencing. Okay. And then we, all things being equal, we should complete in 18 months. In 18 months? Yeah. Wow. Is that a way all the techies can come and contribute to make it finish as quickly as possible? Because <laughs> I'm sure people wish, you know what, I'm not doing anything. I can come and carry cement <laughs> to help to speed up the process. Well, I think that's a very good suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So um, we've seen that the the design, It's it, beside it's going to 
improve the the lives of the techies and everything what impact is the construction of the hub going to make in the lives of the youth especially people within the ict ecosystem so we, we're looking at three main impacts mm-hmm. i mean that this project we're having uh, first and foremost is the ict mm-hmm. skills training we are looking at human capital development that's one 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 key thing we we project that uh, uh, first three years after the completion of the project we should be able to train about two hundred thousand uh, youth mm-hmm. this is very youth-centered project and then the second thing is that we are looking at develop the full ecosystem i mean bringing um, ministries department agencies tech companies startups you know universities together to form a community i mean the interaction between these the players in this community should be able to generate not less than a hundred thousand jobs mm-hmm. also within the next three years when the project is completed then i mentioned the last one where we are providing you know physical uh, space mm-hmm. for for startups you know to have a place where they could call their offices mm-hmm. going forward i mean virtual addresses and that excites me the most actually <laughs> so so that these are the three main areas we are looking at impacting the tech space when the project is eventually completed great great so dario why did mtn decide to partner with the ministry of communication and digital for the construction of the ICT hub? So when you when you think about a, a successful ICT hub, it can be successful only if you put key stakeholders mm. together who can play a role. So we are playing a key role, of course, because we are funding it and we are building it. The ministry is playing another important role because, of course, they give us, they, they, we are working with them and it's, they're making this something possible. Mm-hmm. And then we're also looking for partnership with potentially tech hubs and other key stakeholders. I think it can be successful only if we're working together. And the ministry is, of course, a key player and a key partner. Great. So final words, Mr. Theo. Well, in addition to what the Derry just said, you know, the Ministry of Communication is championing the Digital Ghana agenda. Yeah. So we thought that was a fertile platform, you know, for us to plug in and then collaborate with them to be able to deliver this uh, project. Uh, final words, I would say that, I mean, the future is bright. Uh, the youth, this is for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they should be looking forward to having a place they could call their own. And uh, in fact, we have very wild ideas of what we want to do over there. And so once it is completed, we want the youth to take advantage and maximize all the facilities that will be put in there to be able to upskill themselves for the future of work. And mm. I mean, players also in the global economy, digital economy. That's that's Great. And Dario? So as you say, this is a place for techie to hang out. I believe that in the startup world, one plus one is not equal to. One plus one can really be three, four, five, and who mm. knows. So we believe that the ICT hub can be this multiplier of resources and that by working together, startups and MTN and the different stakeholders, we can really make have a much larger impact. Great, great. So if you listened, Winston, the way you sat down, you have a question. <laughs> I think my only question is, is so how, how, how do the techies come in? Is it like some subscription system? Like, do you just show up and <laughs> use the space? I know, I know it's not been constructed yet, so you probably don't have... Uh, what your protocols are going to be but if you have a fair idea can you share it with us because I'm sure a lot of the techies are out there like oh is it a walking or is it up by appointment or is by subscription yeah yeah, mm. yeah. alright I think we're working around that at the moment but um, uh, the most uh, probable one will be by subscription kind of mm. you get it so that we know those I mean yeah. you have a space here we can check 
uh, and be able to catalog, you know, our potential clients and those okay. who are in there. That's how it, okay. potential is going to be like. Yeah. Or go and carry cement and start helping yeah. so that you cement <laughs> and you get a, and you get a, a free subscription. <laughs> you literally <laughs> cement your position <laughs> over there. You can even write your name in the towel. You know, yeah. <laughs> this is my spot. You know how those days you just carry a chair, you put a chair. This is my spot in yeah. your classroom. <laughs> You do that, and then you are guaranteed that spot. But I'll be there to carry my cement. <laughs> so thank you very much, Mr. Theo. Thank, thank you. you very much, Dario. And my countdown starts now till, no, starts in June. Yeah. Till yes. 18 months. That's right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. And yes, so if you listen, this has been a discussion with Mr. Theo Diogwe. He's the, Diogwe, sorry, he's the project manager for the Ghana ICT Hub and Mr. Dario Bianchi. He is the chief digital officer of MTN Ghana. And we've been talking about the Ghana ICT Hub, a place that you want to look forward to be in May, April, where April, so May, June, two months, so 20 months, in 20 <laughs> months, yes, we're counting down from now. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much yes. for having us. You're welcome. So we're going to go for a quick commercial break. When we come back, today is Ask Spikey and Winston and Michael. So all your tech problems, any challenge you have, throw them at us. We'll help you solve them. We'll be right back. If home is where the heart is, then let's go home, shall we? Let's go where the entertainment is. Where the passion is. Where the love ties. And sometimes, even the tears too. Let's go where we feel safe enough to share our opinions. And send sweets. Where we do that embarrassing little dance to our favorite song. Let's go home where the love the care and the joy live. <laughs> There's no place like home. Connect your home to super fast internet with affordable data bundles from MTN Home. Visit broadband.mtn. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este... 
comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. .com.ch or your MyMTN app to sign up today. MTN. The show is Geek Squad, as you heard from the soundtrack and from Abeku's rampant pressing of the Geek Squad. Geek Squad. <laughs> yes, yeah, so today we're talking tech. We want you, we want to get interactive with you because most of the time we have the issue of um, people, we're not able to let you get interactive with us when we're having a show because time. I don't know why when we alone, we come sit here, time they fly like that. You bad. Like last when you're having fun. Yeah. And we're always having fun. It's always a fun conversation on Geek Squad. So Geek Squad is available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, live streaming on Facebook and on YouTube. Is it on Twitter today? No, it's not. But you can tweet at us with the hashtag JoyGeekSquad. And you can join us on the Telegram group t.me slash JoyGeekSquad. And you can send us your WhatsApp messages right now on 055-111-1197. So, today is Ask the Geeks with Michael, with Winston, and with me, Spikey. And before we start taking your messages, oh, let me read the first message that says, Hello, Geek Squad. What's the location of the ICT hub to be built? It's at the Accra Digital Center, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, it's already a digital center. So, yes, we'll do it there. Yeah. So, I'm guessing I'll be reading the news while we wait for our questions. Yes, read the news. Okay, so first in the news. I didn't send a soundtrack. <laughs> Elon Musk, Steve Wozniak, and many other big names in tech have signed an open letter to ask for all AI experimentation past the capabilities of ChatGPT4 to come to a halt for six months. Huh? Now, now, I've done a whole video about this on my YouTube channel. If you guys mm. are interested, you can check out my YouTube channel, Winston Watcher. Yeah, shameless plug. But I've had this conversation. Say it slow so people can... Winston... Winston Watcher. Spell the Watcher. W-O-T-S-A on YouTube. T-S-A. E. Ah. <laughs> I've had this whole conversation. But basically, the meat and potatoes is that. <laughs> Elon Musk and these other groups of people, along with a certain organization that pioneered this letter, are saying that... Mm-hmm. We are speeding into this whole AI game without adequately assessing its impact on humanity. Not just on the economic sector, but in on humanity in total. Because and this was said by 
um, there's I've forgotten the name of the uh, the found, foundation that wrote the letter, but it has been appended by the likes of Elon Musk. That's Steve the name Warner. I wanted to hear. Elon yeah. Musk. And it's interesting because Elon Musk is the co-founder of OpenAI. Yeah. There's so many questions I have. Well, I mean, he's not particularly well liked in I this mean, past few days. Clearly, someone has not been reading his daily, your daily reports as to what is happening in the company he co-owns. Yeah, but he, he makes a fair point. I think um, Goldman Sachs released... Yeah. A, a, an article saying that a report, a about, report about how 300 million jobs could be lost to chat GPT for mm. 300 million now, jobs. Here's the thing this same Elon Musk is building, let's a, not focus is on building a robot. This same Elon Musk is building robot. microchip to put in our brain, robot, robot which is actually his response to this whole AI robot thing. It's a very strong word. So, mm. Elon's. Uh, uh, response to this whole AI thing is that humans will not be able to beat AI Clearly. at the current at the current trajectory that it's going. So interfacing with it, combining with AI, having a computer in your head to do the processing and feed you the intel is the best case scenario we could have to match. Why it. should we believe what he is saying? We we are not supposed to, but he is not. He and the assignees are not lying. That we need to take a pause. We are just going into this exci- exciting area of tech. I'm not going to lie. The excitement is fantastic. But we have not taken time to first create legislation, which is always... I mean, if you are going to take the US Senate as a good uh, benchmark of how this is going to go down, we yeah, we really need to pause and take uh, uh, take a moment. And also, the th- what we talked about last week, where the f- spreading of fake news and stuff like that, mm. the public hasn't been educated on how to properly deal with all of that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> wow. Okay, if you are listening, <laughs> let me know what you guys think. Um, second, so Google to cut is going to cut down on employee laptops and other services in multi-year savings push, similar to what they did in 2008. So when I saw this headline, the headline, I was like, hey, so no laptops, and then I read it. So I, Google is looking to cut costs. As to why, Mm-hmm. I do not understand why so many tech companies are cutting costs when they've generated so much profits over the years. But basically, the idea is that Google is saying that they've been wasting money in certain areas. Like, for instance, they typically, they used to allow their employees to choose what laptop they wanted when they came. Wow. In. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Like, I can legit come and say I want an MSI Titan GT. I mean, they had a list. So, they've, they, ah. in, the, in, the, in the letter, she was like, they used to allow them to choose between MacBooks or stuff like that. They used to, they gave them this, but now they're saying that if you are not a developer in the team, you get a Chromebook. <laughs> <laughs> if you are not a developer, you get, and if you damage your Chromebook, they are going to reduce how frequently they are going to replace these laptops. So you have to. That take sounds like ticket. a Ghanaian company. It doesn't sound. <laughs> which Ghanaian company is offering you free? Do you know some companies offer their employees? Laptops? I mean, they are supposed to for security. Yeah, if, you, if you spoil, you know the way you go stress before you get, get new the one. new one. Okay, so eh. well, I guess they're employing that. Also, they said that they are changing some of the things like uh, the food that they provide. Now they have a working policy of you come to work three times in a week as opposed to five times a week that they used to have. So there will be no uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner on Mondays and Fridays because that's when typically people don't show up to work. Mm. There will be no yoga classes on those days. Like they offer, bro, <laughs> bro, I'm Wait, not yoga. Yeah, they offer yoga classes. They offer so many things. They are they are going to cut down on stateless. 
Yeah, because that's, that's, you know what's funny? The simplest one is the most Ghanaian company thing I've ever seen. <laughs> what they said was that now they are not going to give free staplers to everybody. What's going to happen is that the front desk worker is going to have one stapler. <laughs> if you need, you come and ask her, and then you you staple. You staple. But I think Google being a a tech company should not really be using staplers. Using I'm actually, staplers. Yeah, I was yeah. confused yeah. about like of all the people, of all the who people, should not be printing anything. Why is Google? Yeah, paperless. I mean, unless make contracts and stuff. Yeah, I would understand. Yeah, but not everybody have print, to sign. Not everybody is printing contracts. I mean, even digital signing. Yeah, yeah. The benefits of the S twenty three Ultra, which I actually is very funny. I'm saying this, but I, I talked to one of our friends, Ifga, and he he uses he he had issues with his fold, and he got to the twenty three Ultra, and he's like, see, no matter what, I can't give up the S pen. Yeah, he said. I said. I have. I've been without the S Pen, and I'm really stressing. His first it was. I signed contracts, you know. <laughs> I, I was. I was. Anyway, so let's let's moving. Let's let's move on from that. Any more news? Oh, let, let's fill it in. Let's answer some of your okay. questions. Well, so Joy Geek Squad, um, Kofi and Spencer says, how do I restrict my young kids from browsing websites and downloading apps with adult content on their tabs or phones? Winston and I, we were working on a whole episode of this. Do I still have that video? I still have the rashes for that video. Okay, you do. Yeah, I do. And yes, so, Kofi, it's, you need to, okay, On if it's on their laptop, Microsoft Family Safety. Yes. Set up their Microsoft Family Safety. And this is not only for Kofi, for every parent out there. I'm sure you probably saw, those who are following me, saw this tweet and Facebook post about don't give your kids laptops or tablets or phones if you don't have parental controls on them. So, yes. Create an account for your kids using their correct date of birth. Add that account to your email as their supervisor or their guardian. And if you're using Microsoft Family Safety, that's on Windows. You can control their screen time on the laptop. You can control which apps they can use. And if they have to even access any website, it sends you a notification to either approve or deny the permission to open that. And you can legit remotely lock the computer when it's time for them to you know go to sleep or something and on their tablet android has the family yeah it's kind of like a family account so yeah. if for instance you have um a uh, a google account mm-hmm. and you're creating your child's google account you can tie that account to yours to create a whole family so your wife your other kids can all be tied in and as spikey said use the correct Ages Age and date of birth. Just by default, some of these ages come with restrictions. Mm-hmm. So they won't be able to download certain apps of the bat because their real their real ages are there. And anything that they are going to download, I mean you can put if you want to be bothered by every single time they want to download an app, it sends a push notification to you asking you if you agree to allow them to download the mm-hmm. app. That's entirely up to you. It's extremely flexible. I've forgotten the website off the top of our heads, but... Oh, uh, family Link is the Google one. Just Google Family Link. It's yeah. an app. And then Family Safety is also an app on the Play Store and App Store. And you can even go to the web platforms to check it out. Yeah. And yeah, set it up. There are even other paid versions that give you more... These uh, Family Safety and Family Link give you what we call the content filters as well. So it filters content on YouTube and the rest. So if it's not child friendly, friendly, it's not going to let them see it. It's not even going to let them see it at all. Their websites won't go to certain... You won't get, very importantly, you won't get certain ads on the web page. Yeah. Very important. And you also have to be plugged in. Listen, you have to be... You, the parents, also have to be... um, What's the word? I'm looking for a word. 
I don't want to use a word that makes it active. seem like a, a, a dictator. I wouldn't say monitoring. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to be proactive. Let me yeah. use this. That That's safer. Be proactive. Be checking your child's browser history because, mind you, there are some things that know how to sneak behind no, any kind of security. Mm. A pop-up yeah. could come and... A pop-up yeah, could actually, come and just... People actually go out of their way to try and bypass child's... What do you call it? What's child's uh, safety, safety, yeah. safety because it's just a we means for them to make at at the very least it's a means for them to make more money and at the worst and case, it exploits more, them yeah, yeah and there are more nefarious what you call it, deeper things that me, people may try to do but so just be more active yeah i mean, I mean what your child is has access to it's very important what michael and spikey are saying because in one of my news articles it talks about certain things so when mm. we get the we'll brochure but you being an active part of your child's Digital life. Yeah, digital life is very, very important. Yeah. And I know there are ways to do it to not be overbearing. The reason why we are saying this is that these apps are not foolproof. Mm-hmm. They are not foolproof. I mean, as your child grows older, keep in mind, these kids have li- are living in a digital age. Some, of us, yeah, some <laughs> of us were born when it was starting. Others were born when it didn't exist. Or there's a whole f- different flavors of uh, people in this yeah. digital space right now. So they probably pick up on things far faster than you. So having a personal interaction with them on their digital. We are not seeing... I mean, yeah, we are kind of seeing that take their phone and check it sometimes. Yeah, we are also seeing, I mean, don't you? I'm saying because I've had this instance where a parent's child um, was chatting with people on Discord and didn't know that these friends on Discord were actually not the friends. One person was actually impersonating his relative. And asking him for money. And even further asking the child if the parents didn't have a card. You know, encourage to, him to, yeah, use encourage him, him to go get the card. And I'm sure if the child had, you know, Easy go, gone further and gone to pick up the parents' cha- uh, card, and I've given the card details to this so called relative. And next thing you know, charges on your car that you'd never expected. So yeah, you have to be very, very involved in your child's digital life. The bad players out there, they know that the weakest link is your child. A child could easily give the Wi-Fi password to a friend, yeah. thinking that that's a friend. And if I'm a hacker and I can't stand next door and I know your your child on my digital platform, chat with them, ask them, hey, can you give me the password? Give me the password. I find mommy and daddy's phone connected to the Wi-Fi. Piggyback on it install some anyway yes yeah. moving on from that <laughs> uh, may I also say something quick for Apple users right at the top of your settings Apple ID mm-hmm. under there is family yeah. and you can also do the same thing set it up for all of your family members including your children and away you go yeah wow Michael doing his job as you a know resident. as a resident <laughs> Apple <laughs> expert <laughs> not say fruits because the other fruits that don't fall under the Apple oh, tree Blackberry. <laughs> yeah Oh, 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 so let me... Don't, let me, don't, let me, don't speak bad on your E, okay? <laughs> let, me, let me bring this up. I saw a news story about a guy who was arrested for stealing a BlackBerry 11 years ago, and he was freed. Imagine that you got arrested for a phone that you were freed and he came out and the company doesn't even exist again. Oh, <laughs> that gosh, must have that been is, sad. So now you can go and buy that BlackBerry for cheap on eBay and like... So I went to jail because of, of this? <laughs> go on, because wow. of this. 11 years because of a company that's non-existent. So what would you say to the person, the not person, people that have sold their kidneys for I, uh, previous For iPhones? Blackberries. Nice. For somebody who sold their kidney for Blackberry... 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Osha edition. Imagine that. Oh, gosh. Wow. So, yes. Let me continue. Continue the yeah. news. So next Before is, you continue. Okay. Please send us a WhatsApp messages on 055 quadruple one nine nine seven zero five five one 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 nine nine seven zero five five. 11, 11, 9, 9, 7. What's your tech wahala? What's your tech problem? Just share with us. Let's see how we can help you. Yes, Winston. Yeah, so next is Virgin Orbits. Now, Virgin Orbits is uh, owned by Richard Branson. Sir. A, sir. Oh, Richard hey, Branson. Uh, sir Richard Branson. Now, the company is filing for bankruptcy in the U.S. after Wait, failing what? to secure a new in- investment. Now, this company launches rockets from beneath its modified Boeing 747 planes. All that is not important. <laughs> All that is important is that... Virgin Orbit has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in the U.S. And this allows a business... So, Chapter 11 bankruptcy allows a business to keep operating and address its financial issues while providing protection against creditors who are owed money. So, basically, mm. they can still work as they are looking for investors come and take over because uh, their company is looking to sell. They're looking to sell the company. So, they're looking to sell Virgin Orbit. Yes. And who are the other options? So, either SpaceX... Or maybe Jeff another Bezos. Price. Maybe someone who... So this one, all they do is they launch sat- satellites into orbit. That's pretty much all they do. Mm. Yeah, so it's a subset of... But they were planning on taking people to space. That's a different... So, yeah, so he has a lot of virgins. Yeah, I know how that sounds, but yeah. <laughs> but there's virgin, uh, the play, the... Yeah, uh, Virgin Galactic. Tick, yes, is right. the one. So that, there's Virgin Orbit, yeah. Virgin Galactic. Yeah, so orbit like right. orbiting around the Earth. So it's right. all about launching satellites, satellites. out of modified um, Boeing 747s. Yeah. Right. Okay, so the Virgin Galactic is safe. Yeah, Virgin Galactic is safe. They, they should buy Virgin Orbit. They own Virgin Orbit, so I don't know why he. Yeah, but Virgin Galactic is probably a different company from Virgin Orbit. But so it's Virgin all owned Galactic. by the same man. But they're probably operating differently. Yeah, they're operating differently. And you'd like to wonder why he doesn't just bail them out. No, why should he? I guess he's not interested. If it was Virgin Galactic, he would have bailed it out. If it looked... You see, this is this is business 101. Don't borrow from your one company to save your other company if they didn't manage it well. Properly, fair. Yeah. Other than that, you're going to kill your other company. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up is the news that I was saying that is relevant to the child restriction. So TikTok... <laughs> has been fined 12.7 million pounds for misusing children's data in the UK. The video sharing sites use the data of children under the age of 13 without parental consent. So in the UK, you're supposed to companies, tech companies who are using data of children under 13 mm-hmm. have to ensure that there's a feature for parental consent. Mm. But it turns out that for some reason, TikTok says that they go through, they do everything they can to ensure that that's not the case. But yeah, a couple million uh, children under 13 found themselves onto TikTok and their data was used for marketing and stuff like that. So they've been fined by the UK's Information Commissioner's Office. I think, you know, this money that we could be making, imagine the number of young people in Ghana whose data have been misused by TikTok and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Let's go and find out and sue them. But 
you see, you can't sue if you don't have legislation. We have legislation. Data Privacy the Commission. The Data Privacy Commission exists. How many people know the rules of the top of it? That is why we are going to get the rules. If they will come and call us. We are going to call them. So we get commission on the money. We, that is why we are coming to do the job. Yeah, we are going to tell Ghana government that, hey, <laughs> isn't this a conversation to be had off air? No. <laughs> We're letting them know we are coming. Ghana so if anybody crosses yes. us, no, 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 Geek Squad said it first. They're waiting no, for yeah, them. Yeah, okay, we, we are coming. Yeah, we are coming. So to local news. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, very interesting in the local <laughs> space. Um... There has been an introduction of what we call a digital transport fee for ride-sharing players in Ghana. Now, ride-hailing apps uh, like Uber, Bolt, Bolt Yango, Yango etc. Etc. Fives. Yeah. Have had this... Uh, not them. G- uh, DVLA has imposed... That's what they I mean. That's what they use. Uh, impose is a very strong word, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not a suggestion. <laughs> but so, so it has introduced, imposition. yes, DVLA has introduced a one Ghana CD per ride charge to be added on to each trip for a rider, not the drivers. Wow. Yes. So, so let me get this straight. If I order an Uber mm-hmm. or a Bolt or a Yango and I cancel the trip, and I'm not supposed to be charged anything because I didn't go anywhere. Like, I sat in a car and I realized, oh, no, I lost, I left my wallet. So, hey, driver, cancel the trip. No, normally, they wouldn't charge me anything. But now I have to pay one Ghana. I, I don't know about that. We can try it. Okay. We can try it. We'll try it after the show today. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, the, this is not the first time DVLA has introduced something mm. with riding. In 2019, DVLA introduced a mandatory 60 Ghana CD annual fee for ride-hailing platform the drivers to pay and then they had to they had uh, ride-hailing cars had to go for roadworthy tests every six months hmm. i don't know if it is translated to reality but that is actually the thing so you know the this uh transportation i mean we saw it on twitter first mm-hmm. and we saw that someone had been charged extra now the most important thing about this news is that DVLA has gone out of his way to ensure that all right hailing apps make sure that their breakdown, including said one Ghana CD, is made visible. So uh, there will be no arguing hmm. about, hey, why have you added one, one CD? CD yeah. My only thing is that I haven't tested it yet. I would like to know if that one Ghana CD is added on before I get the ride. So that if that's the case, most people would, it can just fly under the radar. Mm. Because, I mean, it's one Ghana CD fix. So, let's say if I was going from point A to point B and it says 15 CDs to get the ride. And I have only 15 CDs and I get the ride. Do I get home and find out that it's actually 16? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. So, yeah, we should know prior. It should be added. I'm I sure think it should is. just be added to the, the, the estimation. But, I mean, in their quest for clarity, which I commend them for, for actually making it very mm. clear. The only issue that is that I'm wondering how they are going to collect these monies because the drivers are the ones who go and pay Uber. Mm. And as Uber have to go and pay them this one CD per trip, how are we calculating? I'm sure they probably this? create an account for Uber people. Yeah, but how are they keeping track of the number of trips, all these things? Is it a data, suggestion? Bro. You are the data scientist. It's, no, it's a, da- it's a data thing, but... That I does DVLA have an interface with all these ride hailing apps? Well, Are these apps. What they're probably going to do is they're going to yeah they're probably going to create a backend for the yeah. DVLA people. Use some Power BI to create a report for them yeah. to just go in there and then see their own. Yeah. Just yeah. All right. Um, do we have? Um, yep. 
Okay, no. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get your 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 question or your answer. That statement we're not going to read. Anyway. Okay, next up, still in local news. Mm-hmm. So GRA has officially launched an e-tax clearance certificate app by Kain Ketsi of His Excellency the Vice President. Right. And now the app allows you to, one, access and generate your tax clearance certificate online, mm-hmm. two, file your tax returns, and three, check your tax compliance status. So, access to this platform is not only limited to your, an app. There's a QR code that will send you directly to a web-based version of the app. And there's also a USSD code, star 880 hash, that will take you to a USSD platform for you to check all these things. Mm. So, if you don't want to send us a WhatsApp message and want to call us, it's 30 2216541 or... 055 quadruple one nine nine seven. Same number for WhatsApp, 055 Send us a WhatsApp message or hit us up on Telegram, t.me slash joy geek squad. The geek is G-E-E-K. I've been seeing a lot of people type G-I-G. It's not gig. It's geek. G-E-E-K. Yep. So... Winston, still have more news for us? Yes, I do. Thank you. Next is Google's nearby share, which is Google's version of, of AirDrop. AirDrop. is finally on Windows. And it's going to allow you to transfer files um, via nearby share. I mean, it's kind yeah. of digitally. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> between PC <laughs> and Android. It is currently in beta and available in the US and a few other countries. And it's supported on Windows 10 and above powered devices however however um powered windows laptops aren't supported right now that's quite ironic yes considering that arm powered windows devices are closer to android powered devices the the, the infrastructure are very it's very very similar so we've got a message here from Eche Inhacho, who says, guys, there's actually an e-levy calculator on the store. Oh, there is. And somebody, so somebody's developed an e-levy calculator so you can calculate e-levy on any amounts that you're trying to send to someone. That should come in handy. Now, my question, I, I, I don't like getting in this into this realm of questioning, yes. But, so that's one CD. If it takes me across, wait, I'm going back to the right hailing, the right, the right hailing. no, the right uh, uh, impose mm-hmm. uh, DVLs in of a digital transport fee. Mm. That's one Ghana seed. If I have crossed my hundred CDs for the day, that one too is going to get the e levy on it. Mm-hmm. Isn't this a compounding of taxes? Well, which is why this is not an economics show or a tax show, <laughs> but geek squad. We don't know. I mean, yo, I have questions, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a tech show. It is a tech show. Maybe save those questions for news file. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so here's what I'm interested in. I've been seeing a lot of buzz online about Windows 12. How yeah, that's we... going to be powered by ChatGPT, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't 11 come like yesterday? This is exactly what I was thinking when I saw this Windows 12. I'm like... We just started enjoying 11. Yeah. But anyways, I love change. So, yes, this is good news I for me. It's Hurrah. A bit, it's a bit too much. I, no, I, Windows well, you should not be talking. No. Apple releases OS updates like every year. Yeah, but you see, yeah. an AI-powered not, not OS a is fundamentally different. different yeah, they don't give you skins. Already, <laughs> Windows 11 is like 
Windows 7 is mm. sorry Windows 10 is what Windows 7 used to be. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the good Windows because <laughs> yes. Windows 7 was surrounded by a lot <laughs> of nonsense. Yeah. Oh lot of nonsense. When, Windows 8 was a mistake, honestly. Oh. Somebody claimed publish when they shouldn't have. Windows yeah. 8 was then rough. Then came 8.1, which was like, okay, yeah. it's better. Then Windows 10 came, like, oh, we've got Windows 7 good again. Yeah. Right? And then it was like, we're on a good path. Like, oh, keep it going. They bring us Windows 11. And suddenly it's like, oh, is this the Windows Millennium of our well, Millennium? But of Windows our time? 11, granted, it's good. I mean, it's it's good, but it if we got access to a, a, the data about the use cases, you could tell that you can tell that far more people are still using Windows 10. Well, that's it, totally understandable because people don't like change. It's is not it that people be, don't like is it change. Better Windows than 11 Win- has an infrastructural need, like you need to have certain chips on your motherboard to be able to use. Which is understandable. It is understandable. Which is why if you don't have it, you money, don't get no there. Day. Uh, so you gotta pay to play. Okay. Uh, huh? So won't play. Huh? I am me and play. Won't play. Won't play. This is this is the BMW dash discussion all over again, <laughs> which we are not going to get into. But you see, I I think we should backtrack and still talk about this AI thing about um, Elon and all these other people. Asking Another reason why I am Windows not 12 shouldn't have should not have because they are saying oh they put this letter down like oh. Pause development, but look, Pandora's box has been opened. Mm-hmm. It is now. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not in free fall. It's like trying to catch what water or wind. stop the tide. It is done. There's nothing more you can do. You can pen all the letters. You like if they say no, we we're doing do. it. We're doing it. What can you? And do? no, the, the thing is, we can have the known institutions put the pause on it. Yes. That's but that doesn't guarantee somebody in their garage... Which is what my, my argument. Somebody in their garage, rogue actors on a mm-hmm. national level or Co- even yeah, on a corporate level. Other, like, yeah. it is, it's done. It's out the gate. It's gone. You're not going... To, go and catch your horse as it's running <laughs> with your with your feet. It's gone. It's, it's, it, but it's, it's very important that they slow down. My, my, my thing is that quantum computing has gotten so... Quantum computing has gotten so good that if they just slap quantum computing onto AI. You know AI onto quantum computers. You know somebody's going to do it. So, for the listeners, before we go full speed, what um, we're discussing right now is that there's still a lot of things to be learned about artificial intelligence. Um, Those who have been using ChatGPT, you've seen how very good it is. And those who've Managed to use ChatGPT for you've experienced how even better that is. Now, Elon Musk and some others are saying that artificial intelligence is risky. They're not saying it's risky. They are saying that humanity is not ready for now, the effects. I like that statement. Was humanity ready when calculators were invented? Ah, I'm glad you brought this argument. Was Just humanity ready? <laughs> When computers were invented. You see, the thing is that there's a fundamental difference between computers mm-hmm. and calculators and AI. Right. Computers and calculators required you to have a certain understanding. For instance, you needed to know board mass to know that if I did 8 times 8 plus 2 minus 5, this is the answer I'm going to get, depending on how I structure mm-hmm. it. And if I put a bracket around 2 minus 5 in that whole thing, everything changes. You, as a human being, needed to know. So there was a lot more input required from your end mm. to make it to make it work. AI, you just ask. No. Yes. AI, you don't just ask. You do. Have you forgotten where we're talking about using the right prompt? Yes. It's the same thing. But no, you see... But that's a, the, the prevalence of that is going to reduce. The, the more it's trained, 
Yeah. It's just a training matter right now. And that's why they are saying, you guys, let's relax. Mm-hmm. They're not saying no stop. They are saying that, okay, everybody who hasn't gotten to the level of chat GPT-4, catch up. But you, dear, let's keep it here for now. <laughs> let's, this playground, let's stay here. And then we figure out because, like, like what I just I said earlier, if three hundred million jobs are at stake, and we understand that we live in a capitalistic world. Do you think some investor sitting somewhere, or in Google, will sit there and be like, ah, you, you, ten thousand people, your job can be done by some one laptop, and still come to work? You see, I like that you said this. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to give you a typical instance where I think this is going to play out differently we'll be right back if home is where the heart is then let's go home shall we let's go where the entertainment is where the passion is where the love ties and sometimes even the tears too Let's go where we feel safe enough to share our opinions. And send tweets. Where we do that embarrassing little dance to our favorite song. Let's go home where the love, the care, and the joy live. There's no place like home. Connect your home to super fast internet with affordable data bundles from MTN Home. Visit broadband.mtn.com.gh or your My MTN app to sign up today. MTN. And we're back. So let me start reading the messages. Douglas from DC says, Copy Spike and Kruma, then we should extend the time. The time for Geek Squad hey, is one hour. If you bring us money, we can buy more airtime. One of my guests in my Google Pixel, Charlie, he has upgraded to Pixel 5. <laughs> and two, when is a car with self-driving going to be in Ghana? Oh, there are self-driving cars in Ghana. The question is, are you brave enough to allow your car to self-drive in Ghana? I mean, we've seen self, certain people self is We've not bra- seen some people do it. Yeah. The car itself is not brave enough. The car itself is, yeah, the car itself is not <laughs> Because, you know, it relies on a lot of things. Street markings, for instance, the road markings. Hmm. And some places I've seen road markings start to bend. <laughs> Your car sees a road marking bend. It says, oh, it says 10, right? 10, right. <laughs> Next to the inside the lagoon. Charlie, you know, yeah. So, which is why I like what other car companies like BMW have done, where you can let it drive, but it needs your attention. So, if it sees that your eyes are not on the road, starts, it will give you, a, it will jolt you to hold the steering mm. wheel or vibrate a bit. So, yeah. We're getting there. Hello, guys. I need the best phone data recovery person you guys have. My Poco X3 NFC just died, i.e. went off. And anytime my charger is plugged in, it simply gets hot. So you want somebody who can fix it or a data recovery person? Because if it's someone who can fix it, there's a lot of people who can do that. And, but the question now is that if your, 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 your Type-C, your USB-C port is now running hot from charging... Could it have been damaged to even read data? So, which is why you need somebody who can extract that, the, find a problem on the board, board fix, fix that, that. Yeah. and then you can have your data your back. Phone, so, join us on the group t.me slash joygeeksquad who connect you with somebody who can do that. So, t.me slash joygeeksquad. We've got some other messages. Uh, I remember being told technology will replace 
jobs human beings do. This is AI taking our jobs for real. That's Mamli from Cantonment. Thank you very much, Mamli. Yes, yes, yes. AI is coming for people's jobs. So let's let's round up this conversation. Mm. I was saying what I was going to say. When I was growing up, yes. and I've used this example for a lot of people, the telephone exchange at where my mom worked at GBC, yes. they were connecting people, you know, yeah, with the actual yeah. phono cables. Yeah. Then there was a change where now they had a system where you called the, the main line, you called the office line, they will call the extension and patch you through. Then came the PABX. Right, which essentially meant that that telephone exchange department was going to be shut down. And I'm sure there were lots of telephone exchanges in the world that were shut down because of the emergence of the technology called PABX. Now we even have advanced um, systems that can listen. First, you'd even, you can press, or ask you press one, you press one, you can mm-hmm. actually dial the extension. Now you have systems that listen to you. Yeah. And you can actually say the department you want to talk to, and it just connects you. So, I personally think that this whole crying about jobs being lost and all that, it just means that people need, we need to evolve as a people. I think we need to, as quickly as possible, start learning more because we've been doing the same thing for years and definitely something was going to cause that revolution or that evolution and it's come. That, that is fair. That's a fair argument. However, I don't think there's ever been a time in our history where one thing, one thing Mm -hmm. can take the jobs of 300 million people. Well, and there's going to be a time in our future where one thing is going to render everybody useless. Yeah, so that's that's why the the conversations globally and from governments have to be had about how we're going to deal with this. Even even brings back on board the conversation of a universal basic uh, income. Mm. All these things come back. All this just talking about the economic aspect of AI mm. coming for jobs. We've not spoken about legislature. What if someone uses an AI to commit a crime? A felony. Mm-hmm. Right? What about international incidents? When someone uses an AI to do something in another country, what about jurisdiction? All of those, like, there's a lot that because, we don't yeah. know because even to this. AI could threaten someone's company. You can shut down the whole grid from another country because your AI is more powerful. Well, who, who is responsible for this? You know, the, the good thing about all this is that it brings to bear one conversation we've always had, that technology is ahead of regulation yes. and legislation. Look, listen to the Even TikTok Even education. From, listen to the TikTok hearings from last week. <laughs> and that is painfully aware. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try. Yeah, so that's oh, yeah, so we up. need to try. So that's why the letter uh, makes sense. You guys can check my video. Mm-hmm. You too, Spiky, and then let me know. You there? You can text me. Let me know. What you think. <laughs> I think. Right. I think. I think. I, w- I would like to do a video where you and I actually argue both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. Anyway, so yes, all too soon, our time has come to an end. Has our time come to an end, or the show has come to an end? Yes, yes, yes. If you missed the episode, you can find it on Spotify, Joy Geek Squad. You can find it on Apple Podcast, Joy Geek Squad, on Google Podcast, on Facebook, Joy Geek Squad.